Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Welcome to the Jolly Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Barrett. This podcast is for those who are interested in the conversation around diversity, inclusion, and equity. Each week, I'll be interviewing a guest who has something special to share or is actively part of building solutions in this space. Let's get started. Old Hillside Bourbon Company was created out of the love for bourbon, friendship, and camaraderie. This team was organically formed through quality time and great conversation. Their vision is fueled by optimism, integrity, and a sense of responsibility to build a successful household bourbon brand that tells a story people can cherish and love. They're a group of individuals each with different experiences, careers, and professional goals. The collective hope was to infuse the history of Kentucky with their North Carolinian roots that unite them. Their strength lies in their passion for sharing stories and in leveraging diverse personal and professional experiences in order to curate an unmatched product, brand, and service to their customers. Everyone loves a great story. And one of the things I really am enjoying is just learning more about these amazing gentlemen. This week, I have the great opportunity to talk to Emmanuel Waters, who is an experienced contracts consultant in Silicon Valley. He has over 10 years of experience in both commercial and government contracts. Courtney Tucker is an experienced communications technician with a demonstrated history of working in the broadcast media industry for over 20 years. Jesse Carpenter is an experienced Six Sigma lean manufacturing black belt with over 12 years of professional experience in lean Six Sigma. And Brian Burton is an experienced IT professional with a vast knowledge of various systems in the operational environment for tackling day-to-day business operations. This, my friends, is how you get your friends and build an unparalleled, amazing team. Please join me as I hear from the founders of Old Hillside Bourbon Company. So this week, I am excited. I actually have four founders of Old Hillside Bourbon Company, and we are excited to talk to them, Courtney, Brian, Jesse, and Emmanuel. 
Uh, and I am super excited about what you all are doing, uh, not only in selling bourbon and, and your leadership in that market, but also in what you're doing in the community. But I figured we might start off just talking about how you all met and got together and whose idea was this in the first place? <laughs> I think it was June 1st, um, a couple of years ago. Go, go out, I had a dream and I called Brian Burton and I said, man, I'm going to start a bourbon company and hoping he would tell me to go to sleep. He said, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> and what to do, it do. He didn't know what to do. And we just, I just started downloading books and just reading reading and studying the craft. And then we uh, made a call to Courtney. Courtney, um, he joined the team and Courtney made a call to Manuel. And here we are. Wow, that's amazing. So how did you guys, how do you know each other? Um, uh, Brian and I went to high school together. Um, uh, me, Brian and Courtney went to middle school together and Brian and Courtney went to elementary school. Oh my school. goodness. <laughs> All right, y'all go way back. Uh, many, many moons ago. Many <laughs> well, you, moons ago. you guys don't look that old. So what, uh, and I don't want to make it sound uh, aggressive, but what made you think you could just start a bourbon company? Like, what, <laughs> where, what is y'all's background? Like, how do you do that? Because we've been successful in corporate America, right? And so I think we attributed our experience and our um, expertise, and we applied it to uh, something that we had a passion project for. And I think that um, in doing that, you know, we felt like we could be successful uh, in whatever we do. Because I think a, a big part of what we do is project management, right? And so we're managing a project. And so this is what, you know, I applied it as personally, as a, as a project, it's a passion project, but I applied my knowledge and my ability to uh, this bourbon company, right? And so um, that's how we thought we can do it. <laughs> All right, awesome. Well, obviously you can do it because you're doing it. <laughs> that's fantastic. So, so tell me about Old Hillside Bourbon Company and and what what it means to you all to bring it to the market and you know. Uh, distributed and what is that like? And, and, you know, what's, what's unique about it? Um, Cause I know I have, I have actually, I have to admit, I have opened my bottle and drank some, uh, some old hillside. So <laughs> I didn't just buy the bottles over there. I have actually opened it and, and drank some, some, some liquor as well. So, so tell us about it. So, um, Hillside traditionally has, um, it was a, a, one of the oldest black high schools in North Carolina. Um, in the city of Durham, it was primarily where a lot of the, um, at that time, black folk went to school. So, the history is there. Um, Ernie Barnes, um, Shirley Caesar, um, Andre Talley, you know these names, they walked the same halls as we did. Um, so that lineage is there for us to build upon. And um, that's what it means to us. It's living up to what our, our forefathers and our ancestors and our matriarchs have said before us, taking those paths and, and, and pushing, pushing it further forward. So Hillside is, is a lot of heritage. So, it, you know, it leads it to our, you know, our motto for what the company is today. 
Fantastic. And I know you all have, um, if I remember, Emmanuel has some specific, if I remember correctly, there are bottles here that are named after your daughter, is it? Amaya? Yeah. So we have, um, you know, the unique thing about being able to do single barrel. So one thing when we started, um, as you'll find, is that we're so into the community. We're, we're a small company, but we're into local. Right. So we had an opportunity to do barrel naming. And so people could found that they could reach out to us. They could touch us. And as Brian said, like being in the community, you know, with some of our first uh, barrels were, were G the first barrel we ever did with GNR, which was a guy, Greg, uh, proposed to his wife. And then we named another barrel to Marshall, which is somebody in the community. And so that this first barrel that was coming into California, I decided to name after my daughter, who was born in a time of COVID. So it was kind of a reminder of to, to stay strong in the midst of when the world is, is going crazy, you know. So, um, again, it, it kind of all relates back to the brand, right? History, heritage, homage. And the reason why this is so passionate, um, you had asked earlier about, you know, we, A, we don't know nothing about starting a perfect company. But like as Courtney said, we all are, are masters in our space. But for us, it, it really is about building uh, generational wealth. So um, the unique thing about it is, so it kind of works like this. So Jesse called Brian. Brian called Courtney. Courtney called me. Well, me and Courtney are actually blood cousins, but we didn't grow up together. Okay. So we actually didn't even know of each other until we moved to California, like literally in this last decade. And um, that particular day, and that's how I know this this company is, is really ordained, is the day um, the day before that he called me. Um, this was like literally George. This is in the heart of George Floyd. This was COVID. This was just the world is on fire. And I'm reading an article about black wealth that's going to disseminate in, in uh, America in like 2040. Black wealth is going to be gone. And I said, I would really love to do something that would create general wealth. And not even 24 hours later, Courtney's calling me, talking about, hey, I'm starting a bourbon company with these, with these guys. And, uh, you know, do you want to be a part? And I was like, absolutely. And so from that point on, we've really been, you know, hit the ground running. So this is literally, you know, I have a daughter, but this is literally my baby, you know, <laughs> our babies, you know, and we're so... We're so passionate about this. You know, it's not just about, you know, this wasn't about just, you know, getting drunk. That wasn't what this is about. This is about, as Brian said, history, heritage, the homage. And the one thing about us is we are the only brand that we are aware of that has told the story of African-American horse race jockeys, which we have literally dominated the sport for decades, but nobody knows this history. And so that was why we are so passionate to tell the story of these African-American horse race jockeys that made the Kentucky Derby famous. And just like so much of our history uh, in black America, it was washed away due to racism. So we were looking forward to continually tell that story. So this is, this is um, you know, we're excited about this. I love it. And we're excited with you. So, and, and you, I'm assuming maybe you're the only four, the only bourbon company owned by four black men or no? That would be affirmative. I think um, the other companies are comprised of maybe three to two persons or maybe a single person. But yes, definitely uh, for us, these four people coming together is, uh, is the only one. And what is the diversity like uh, when it comes to your industry? When you walk around and see <laughs> um, people in, you know, other folks and CEOs that are running companies, do they look, tend to look like you or... Um, I would personally say that they don't look like us. They don't um, really. And then it's a few out there that do. Do We partner with a few brands that just kind of talk to them and, and get some help if we needed to. But um, for the most part, it's not too many people that look like we do. Yeah. 
That's awesome. So, so then, so tell us a little bit about the history. I know uh, when it comes to the jockeys and I know Emmanuel, we talked a little bit about the Kentucky Derby and you just mentioned that, um, but there's so much history um, as you all were talking about, you know, Brian was talking about old hillside and kind of the, the shoulders that are, that you all stand beside and on top of um, what stories are important for people to know. Well, um, traditionally, as you would know, um, we haven't been given the opportunities to break into certain spaces. Um, we created our own lanes, uh, Jack and Jill, to, to which can be controversial. But I know for me as a participant in Jack and Jill, it got me into rooms that I would never have been in on my own. So having these opportunities be created um, and, and for us kicking in our own, kicking in the door and people, you know, sticking out the olive branch and, and giving us a helping hand to move forward, you know, through the diversity, not just because they look like us. Um, you know, this has given us the opportunity to, to push the door and push the envelope even further for Black bourbons. I, I want to piggyback off that a little bit, too, in terms of uh, being the only one in the room. I think we're used to that on a day to day. In corporate America, you don't see a lot of Black folks in a managerial position or in a, any type of leadership role, right? And so I think for us, we wanted to be able to um, create something um, that we were um, uh, front and center on in terms of the bourbon business. There's not a lot of us in that in that in that business. So we wanted to make a mark on that business in terms of just being a part and being uh, trailblazers and uh, and being in those rooms and making decisions. And we wanted to build our generational wealth. Uh, starting with our community, starting with our circle of friends. Um, and we want to just kind of show that in, in, in what we're doing currently with, with Old Hillside. And, and what has this process been like for you all to have started your own company? And I mean, what, what is that like? We're laughing because, you know, we've, we've got a lot of doors shut in our face, <laughs> right? That's, that's not uncommon. That's not uncommon. And I think we're built for that in terms of just kind of how we um, operate. You know, we don't stop. We don't. We don't take no for an answer, right? And and uh, we're trying to, you know, just create uh, uh, and, and kind of build that tolerance in terms of like we need to be in this space, right? And I think that you know, you know, the fact that we're not in this space is a shame because you know, the black jockey in itself, you know, we, we, we have uh, that history, that rich history that needs to be told, right? And so um, the, the black jockey is something that I was the first athlete, was the first mega athlete, right? And that's not talked about, that's erased. That's, that's not even a part of, you know, what we learned in school, right? And so I think for us, we wanna get that story out. We wanna tell those stories. You know, we want to be a part of those, that history. Um, and I think what we're doing is, a, is being a part of history, right? And I think it's bigger than us. Definitely. You're making history, blazing history and telling it all at the same time. I love it. So, so tell me a little bit about your backgrounds. Um, I know it sounds like many of you have either are working during the day and doing this as well, or you have had uh, your own careers along the way and have gone through that. What, what have you learned along the way with your own careers? That's a really good question. I don't think I've ever been asked that, but um, 
it's just the discipline it takes to to do the day-to-day. We have to apply that same discipline to what we're doing. If we don't do that, then and we're not giving our brand the same push that we do our corporate America jobs, you know? So that's what I think the biggest takeaway, push our brand as hard as we push our, our nine to fives. And to piggyback off that, a lot of the skill set that we do on our, you know, daily corporate America, they're transferable to um, our, our company. So we're doing, we're touching product management. We're talking finance. We're touching marketing. We're touching everything that we're doing in corporate America. We touch on a daily basis, you know, um, to our company. So I think um, each of us kind of have our own expertise and then we put it together and it was really amazing. So when we started forming the team, we really started, you know, find the strengths and weaknesses. Um, you know, you know, Brian can see detail <laughs> like nobody's business. And I, if you look at our label, that is literally all him. That is that is hours of Google drives and pictures and, you know, with the vibe and I'm one of those people, I don't care about art. I, I, like two minutes in, I'm like, just show me a contract. I don't want to do it, right? <laughs> but again, it's, 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 it's like, like we always talk about where it's organically formed. Mm-hmm. And that's the, the best thing about, you know, working with these guys is, is on a daily basis. I can, I can call uh, Justin and be like, hey man, I don't know, I don't understand about how to stack our pallets. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know anything about how to ship the, the bourbon. But I can tell you, you know, what store we're going to be in. I know the contracts that we're going to be in because I can handle that portion of us. Or Brian, this picture is turned upside down. Please flip it around for me. <laughs> you know, or, or call, call Courtney to be like, hey, man, what am I supposed to do about this? Like, am I going to talk about the ledge because he has a calm personality? I'm off the, I'm off the chain hype all the time, you know. So this team is, is, is we balance each other out and, and it's, it's, it started off as a passion, but it's something that we love to do. Like, I love talking to these guys. I would tell you, I'm pretty much a point. We formed a bromance. Like, now we're talking, you know, 17, 25, 80 hours a day. Um, so it's fun, but we're also doing the work. So like I said, we are still working corporate America. And we decided when we started this, it's like to go where we need to go, to go where we need to go right now. It's going to require us to get off corporate America and really build this thing. And we're at that point now. You know, we started 18 months ago, and you'd have told me 18 months ago that we'd be in Kentucky, which is like the best place for bourbon, the number one state for bourbon, and then North Carolina, which is where we're from, which is the hardest state to get into. You know, people don't know, but brands, there's one brand that we know that took literally 13 years wow. to try to get into the state, and we got it in three months. Oh. And they called us wow. to come in. And to now we're in California, which is the largest market in America. I mean, I can't tell you how fast these 18 months have gone. And it's, it's, it's just been, we're just amazed. You know, we're, we're in awe this whole weekend. We're just like, wow. You know, we're, we're, we're at our distillery. We're seeing a, a new bottle, which I'll show you, which is absolutely amazing. We just did a second expression, which actually has the four godfathers of African-American horse race jockey. Um, it. And it'll be in stores, you know, and we talked about this 20 months ago. Wow. So it, it's, it's just amazing. Oh, that's fantastic. So this is a commemorative bottle that everybody should get a, a, a piece of. Yes, absolutely. It's, um, it's commemorating the guys who, who fostered the sport in its infancy to, to become the dominant uh, that it is world of world, you know, world around. Um, most would think Bill Schumacher, but you know, there's the Sue Perkins and the uh, Isaac Murphy's of this world who are truly the Michael Jordans of the, of the actual horse racing. Well, that's fantastic. I love it. 
so so what what is in store for old hillside like what are you all where do we where are you guys gonna be in five years you know i I think the sky's the limit yeah the sky's the limit right i think we can only go as far as we allow ourselves to go right and i think whatever we can dream we can achieve right and so um you know we we have our own individual lives and our own aspirations. But I think it's important to uh, connect with like-minded individuals, mm-hmm. right? And so we want uh, certain things, not for ourselves, not just for ourselves, but for our families and for our community. I think, you know, that's one thing that we really, really focus on is we want to lay that blueprint down for the next generation, right? We want to give that to the next generation. I love that. Just wanting to build uh, generational wealth, wanting to do something for the community. This is not for us. Uh, this is bigger than us. Um, and, 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 you know, in terms of uh, just diversity and inclusion, like, you know, again, we want to sit at the table, right? And so, you know, in the process, we've gotten a lot of no's. And, and I think we turn those no's into see what we're doing, see how we, we, we're getting this done, right? And so it seems like a short amount of time but we really strategize and we put the work in to be successful um, on our terms, Yeah. right? And so I think that's important to kind of put out there is that, hey, here's how you can do this, right? And I think it's hard work, determination and the will um, to be successful. Well, and I think it, I honestly think it is absolutely amazing at what you all have done in less than two years. Um, so, I mean, I have to, I, I just have to celebrate you guys because I mean, I know I've talked to other folks that have been, you know, not necessarily in bourbon, but they're not even close to where you all have been, uh, and have accomplished in such a short period of time. So, um, I mean, I just want to celebrate what you all are doing. Um, I think what's, so powerful to me is not only, of course, generational wealth is is a dear to my heart. I sit on uh, the board for Balance, um, and they are all about financial education, smart money coaching, um, and really eliminating poverty, uh, generational poverty. That is their focus. So generational wealth is you know near and dear to my heart. Of course, having worked at Visa in the financial industry um, for so long. Uh, but I love the fact that you all are bringing it local, um, really kind of focusing on some social impact uh, initiatives as well, um, so that you can highlight, um, you know, not only your brand, but the history that comes along with, with the brand, which I think is phenomenal. Um, so what other things do we do? Do you all want to touch on um i know you said you're at your distillery this weekend what is what has that been like i mean because I, I know you guys are from all over right you're not in the same places so you all have to come together to actually do the business in some cases yeah yeah we actually um all all actually flew into lexington this weekend so so it's like, I think the second or third time that we've all been together um, wow. and not on Zoom. So so it's a real, um, we need to celebrate more yeah. and more and not come here and work so hard yeah. <laughs> um, and just have fun and celebrate. So that, that's what we have to do, actually remove ourselves from the day to day and just just 
take these accomplishments and celebrate them and not be so so on to the next project. You know, so that's why um tonight after we get off this call, hey, we're gonna go have some fun and just <laughs> and just celebrate our gold medal, our gold medal in recent competition and just have some fun and just laugh and and live the old hillside lifestyle. Yes, yes. Well, and I see y'all have already broke out the bourbon. So, you know, we started partying already, right? <laughs> I love it. That is indeed. So who loves, why was it bourbon? Why, I mean, instead of like wine or some other distilled alcohol, what, where did the bourbon idea come from? Um, bourbon, man, it's something to be shared. You know, it's not so. I don't know. I'm not saying the other spirits can't be, you know, about sharing, but bourbon is definitely built around, you know, everyone getting together and sitting around and talking. And so that's what Old Hillside is about. You know, it's about us sitting down and talking and, you know, just having a good time and, you know, sharing some good bourbon and it's, you know, sharing stories, you know. So that's what it's about. It's really about the camaraderie. That's why we chose bourbon. Okay. I, I relate it to communion. Right. And so I don't want to get too far left, but um, <laughs> it's 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 a way of, of, of just really uh, paying homage to uh, the community. Like so what we, we should do is we sit around the table and play spades. Right. Or, or like just something that we all can relate to. There's two things that you can relate to music and and, and alcohol. Right. And so that brings everybody together. Right. And so I think what we wanted to do was create a brand. Um, like Brian said, it's, it's just to celebrate each other, mm-hmm. to celebrate each other. And, and we're not doing this to get drunk or just go wild out. We're doing it to just talk about old stories and share old stories and, you know, talk about how I used to, you know, take Jesse's lunch money in junior high school. <laughs> and he looked up to me as, you know, oh, wow. one of the forefathers of kind of what <laughs> he wanted. <laughs> No, no, but like, but like, this is what we want. This is this is the thing that we really, really cherish. And like, I enjoy being with these guys. I think we're like-minded individuals. We're on the same page. Uh, we want the same things, and I think that's very important with, with our team. And I always say we like Voltron. You know, we, we come together and we form this greater, greater unit, mm-hmm. right? And I think it, it's it's strength in that. And so, um, you know, I, I celebrate these guys every day, and they don't they don't know it. I tell them I love them. You know, and we always have these little check-ins because during, pan- during the pandemic, you know, for, for, you know, for us, you know, as black men, it was hard. Mm-hmm. Right. And so we kind of kept each other together, kept each other in line, kept each other on point. And I think that's one of the things that for me created that uh, special bond that we have currently. I love that. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I, I was going to piggyback off. I think the one thing about this team too, is we really hold each other accountable. I mean, if this is your lane, and you say you're going to do something at four o'clock, you, you better own it. You better do it, you know. Um, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we, we, gonna, we gonna talk about you. But yeah, we, you know, and it's, it's, it's good to have those conversations, you know. And I'll, I'll take us up further and say that anything that we do now, this is this is probably where anything that we do, any move that we make, we are 100% on one accord. If we do not all agree, and I mean four out of four, we're not going to do it. Now we may not all necessarily agree which which route we're gonna take, and we may have some conversations about which route we're gonna go, and it may be some you know we've had some calls like I said, and we've all, again this has all been virtual Google Hangouts and we get in the room, but again this is okay. Do we agree with this? I agree. I agree. I don't agree. If you don't agree, all right, then we we'll shut it down and we'll we'll go a different route and we'll come back and visit it. You know, and that's and that's something um, 
that's, that, that speaks to, to really this team. I mean, you're trying to build a, a million dollar business and we're doing it all via Google Hangouts and, you know, basically put some classmates together, you know, and it's, it's, it's like, it's, it's just, it's just, it's just amazing, you know? So for me, I'm, I'm learning for these guys, you know, every day, like, okay, these, I don't have, I don't have everything in line. I don't know everything, but I'll call just, Hey, what this got going on or B what about this? Or Courtney about this. And in addition to that, these guys are much older than me. So they have some few years, they have some years of wisdom. <laughs> They got some years of wisdom on me, you know. So I mean, I mean, you know, let's talk about the '80s. I wasn't around, so what was it like? <laughs> oh my God, I'm feeling a little old here myself. Like, look out! <laughs> hey, 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 he does that every single call, every single meeting. At least one jab at our age. But um, and to piggyback on what he said, man, we have to be on on the same page at the same time. And if it's any reservations from anybody, we just don't do it. To do it is no hard feelings. We don't and not call each other for a week. It was it was next morning. I'm like Brian, man, pick up your phone, man. I don't care if you're mad at me. It's just what we have to do. And he understands that it's not personal. Hey, um, it's not personal. It's just what we have to do. Hey, to move Brian forward. And if Brian don't have buy-in or Manuel don't have buy-in, we can't move forward. Yeah. Forward, forward. Let's figure out a route where we all can take a hey, to make this successful project. Because hey, the more we are engaged, believe it or not the more we're going to push and push the idea. And that's what we try to do. Yeah. And I think, I think I just want to, you know, just, just chime in here too. Every, everybody has their season. What I mean by that is we don't all work on, we work on the same project, but everybody has lead on, on certain projects. Right. And I think that, that, that we all have egos as, as men. Right. <laughs> and so just to be able to uh, allow the other person to take control, Hey, I don't have the expertise run, run a table on that. You know what I'm saying? I can sit back and I can work on something else. And I think just, just being humble and just being, um, uh, you know, just in tune with each other, I think helps. I think that communication that we have is, is key because a lot of businesses fail because there's no communication. I relate business as, as, as a life, if you, as, a, as a life experience. If you don't have communication with your wife or your husband, your marriage is going to fail, right? And so when you're in a business with partners, it's just like a marriage. You got to have that communication. You got to talk. You got to talk through those hard situations. You got to have that tough conversation, right? And you got to be able to respect one another when in doing that. And I think we have that. And that's really special about this team. And I think, you know, this is not something that I, I put together. Uh, you know, I, I'm just a piece of the puzzle, right? And I do my part. And so I think that's very important to uh, hold each other accountable. I think that's what we do. And um, I think that's what leads to our success. We didn't start this overnight. Right. We did. I think I think it's a, it's a combination of like our careers mm -hmm. and like our experience. And I think we've been working for over 20 years in corporate. Right. And so we're not going to get rich. Let's be honest, working for somebody else. And I think I think we acknowledge that. And I think what we want to do is create that generational wealth. And the only way to do that is to work with each other and, and combine um, our strengths, our, our, our powers. Right. And, and then make something greater. And and Brian can have Grant Brian has a great <laughs> analogy. And he, I, I love this story. And like, and so it's the story of the five lines. I'm gonna let Brian tell you about that. All right. So the five yeah. lines, um, which we indicated on the front of our label, um, uh, are the five lines of the San Sabi province of the Zimbabwe nature preserve over in Africa, back home. <laughs> um, yeah, they um those those five lines decided to come together and form a coalition, which is 
not a pride, a pride comprises of cubs and female lions. Um, they formed a coalition to come to dominate that nature preserve over 1 million acres. And you're talking about, you know, these five lions were dominant on their own, but they chose to come together to combine their, their abilities. Um, so, you know, to tie what you have asked uh, the other guys and they've spoken on it, um, you know, ad nauseum, um, you know, you know, the old adage, two times is harder, two times is smarter, sometimes three. Yeah. Um, we, we do this in effigy for those before us, you know, who, who have poured into our cup, you know, how could we not pour in the other cup, you know? And so that's what we're doing. You know, we're taking, we're taking that corporate knowledge of sitting in a boardroom and you treat it as if you're a mute, as if you're, you're not astute enough to be in the room when you are, you deserve, not only do you deserve to be in that room, you, have, you actually should have your own room, you know, they should be coming to you. And uh, so that's why this stuff works. This is, this is, you know, Emmanuel and I can sit on the opposite sides of the table every time we meet. Does not matter. We know we're going to the same place. Right. It doesn't matter. It, it It's never about the ego. Yeah, the fragile male ego is there. But we do have an <laughs> ego that says, hey, we're going to do better than we did yesterday. We're going to make this a success. So we're pouring back into our community as we do now. You know, we're pouring back into the actual Hillside High School and giving back to the individual programs as well as the community at large, you know, trying to form an adult basketball league. So this is just not about us getting rich. This is about everybody else benefiting from our work. I love that. I love that. I mean, social impact is such an important component of diversity, equity, and inclusion. So I love to hear when you actually see community change occur as part of the growth of your business. Um, you know, to me, that's what life is all about. Um, and you all are dropping some serious wisdom on some of these CEOs out there who are trying to lead companies. And, you know, just the fact, I mean, the respect um, that you all have for each other I think when when people are talking about diversity, equity and inclusion, I mean, let's just start with respect, um, you know, the accountability that you all give to each other, the ability to allow somebody to stay in their lane and lead when you can step back. I mean, these are these are things I think a lot of times, you know, after George Floyd was murdered. I, you know, there were a lot of people that reached out and was like, and they were like, oh my gosh, I didn't know this was happening. I didn't know this was like this. Um, and I'm sure you all received calls as well, um, you know, checking in on you and, and, but it was challenging to be part of the community and have to just continue to show up to work smiling when, you know, things but, you know, it's like we do this on a daily basis and we, you know, we are it, it's amazing to see what you all are doing. And I'll, I'll say on the side, uh, but really, you're not doing it on the side. I mean, this is you are a full fledged CEOs and founders of your company and you are nobody's sleeping. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> I mean, Nobody's I'm sick. wondering. And we're on two different coasts. We're on two different coasts. So one's going to bed, then we got the night shift, and then they're <laughs> resting, and then we're, you know, we're we're going us. But you know, you touched on something which is which is so interesting. So you know, from our parents, our grandparents, our parents, that we're kind of just taught, 
you know, you work your job, you, you kind of take that abuse. You don't really, I think during COVID, it really showed me just the importance of, of mental health, yes. right? That's something that our community, and then our community shuns on that, right? So it's like, it's okay to say we're not okay. We've been locked in the house for six months and we're what we're seeing with George Floyd and, and the list can go yeah. on, mm. right? Um, so, so we had to learn. And so during, like, like Courtney said earlier, we had to check on each other. Mental, hey, are you okay? What's going on? Let, let's take a minute to breathe. Let's, let's, let's see what's going on. And we have those mental checks on a, on, on a weekly basis, you know? So that's, that's very important. And these are things that we weren't taught, Like we weren't taught a lot of stuff in business. Our ancestors didn't know anything about it. Right. So we, if you're lucky enough to have two parents in my home, which some people did, right. I did, but unfortunately, but some parents did it. Right. So they, we didn't know we don't know anything about you know diversity inclusion or how to network or how to explore like that this is all stuff that we're learning <laughs> you know kind of kind of as we go we didn't have a playbook it wasn't passed down from generation to generation like that so we're kind of learning kind of as we go right as we're the new people in the room so we're trying to so i'm telling things to my to my nieces like hey this is what you got to do when you walk in the room and this needs to have the talk and i'm telling my sisters like hey don't you dare dim your light for people like that you know and even so now we're seeing um in the spirit space you see a lot of minority-owned brands where female everything you're seeing everything but the the, the question that we're, we're seeing now is okay there's a lot of us but oh, we're not in competition so they try to put us up against other black owned brands they're like this is your direct competitors like no 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 no. this is whiskey bourbon this is a seven billion dollar industry there's enough pie out here for everybody to eat we don't need to be up against our brother we we've committed that attitude every time sometimes we, we have reached out hey we want to help we're trying to grow and i'll be honest with you some some of them have shut the door in our face, right? Yeah, you know, and some of them, you know, they did push it to the side, but that that's okay. That that's on y'all. But we're we're open book, mm-hmm. and there's any minority brands that want to reach out to us, ask us. We're open book. We want to help. We need if we don't support us, who will? You, you know, and that's something that we we've got to learn as a community, as you mentioned, right? That's where we can appreciate your work because it's it's all about the community. We if we came together. I mean, and just really create a coalition. I mean, imagine what we could do. I love that coalition. Come on. I love the fact that <laughs> and you all are so open in terms of, uh, you know, mentorship. Uh, I think one of the things that I, I certainly struggle with now is, you know, I'm always thinking of looking forward and ahead and trying to, you know, develop myself. But sometimes we forget about the people coming behind us. And that, you know, I'm, I might be ahead of somebody um, and be able to offer that opportunity or that word of wisdom that somebody else may need at the time. Yeah, yeah. Hey, for me, just, it just, I started this and I brought these guys in and, and I had the worst Superman complex. I wanted to control everything. And now just sitting back and watching Emmanuel and Courtney and Brian just go, go. I feel like, you know, like these guys have grown and, and that's what we don't give the people behind us. We don't teach them how to grow in their own space, space. You know, I don't question anything that Brian says. I don't question anything that Emmanuel says, because I know that their ultimate goal is to push us forward. So I don't question anything. So now, and then we're taking that mentality and I've been giving it to the generation, my son, Courtney's grandkids and, and E's daughters, we're giving that to them. And that's what it's all about to us. That's awesome. I I can see a major family reunion coming up here somewhere. <laughs> as long as Old Hillside is the sponsoring drink, that's I'm right. okay with it. That's right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. 
No, and I just want to thank you all for uh, joining me for this conversation because I think uh, what you all are doing is powerful. Um, I love to, I mean, it's so rare that you see, you know, I remember my dad had his own company uh, and one of the things, or he always had a side hustle or something, but one of the things he always told me was, you know, just do it by yourself. You know, partnerships are challenging, you know, and to have four of you coming together uh, with the mindset of like, hey, you know what? If one of us don't agree, we don't do it. Um, that is a lesson in itself, because I think, you know, a lot of times it's hard to even to work together as a leadership team, much less when you know, you all are all coming in as founders and really trying to make sure that you're pushing the business forward. So I always say, I always say you connect yourself with like-minded individuals. Yeah. Right. When you do that, you don't have issues because that person has your best interest at heart, you know, because he wants the same thing you want. He or she wants the same thing you want. Right. And I think that when you focus yourself with like-minded individuals, you don't have time to folk for folks who don't have that same pedigree. You don't have time for that. I don't have friends. <laughs> I don't. If, if you're not building me, I don't mess with you. <laughs> I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. But, Love you know, and, and, and so that's how I grow, because I can grow from each and every one of these guys, right? Yeah. Because I can learn something that I don't know, yeah. right? And I can teach them something that they don't know, right? And so I think that when you form your, your company and your business around like-minded individuals, you're going you're gonna to do nothing but win, right? Because, and also you have to see that vision. You know, I, I think when we got that call, I saw something in that vision, right? That made me want to activate, mm -hmm. right? And so I believed in that vision. And so how you operate is you operate from top down, like a triangle, right? So everybody has that vision and they just go forward with that vision, right? And everybody's working on, working on the same page the same altitude the same the same hustle the same grind for that one vision and you have to really see that vision if you don't see that vision you're not gonna you're not gonna succeed there you go uh, what a way to what a way to end the the podcast that's awesome 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 i wish you all nothing but the best um certainly be blessed in all that you all are doing and look, I do have a young child here, so apparently they're knocking. <laughs> but anyway, um, but thank you guys for uh, for being here. And I, again, wish you guys all the best. Um, I know I'm also uh, looking for uh, to make sure that I have your bios and stuff and I can uh, record your introduction. Um, so whenever you guys get a chance, uh, photos would be good as well. Cause we want to make sure that we're marketing you. Um, are you on, did I send you the, did I send you our PowerPoint deck? No. I did mm -mm. not. Okay. I'll send it again. Okay. I'll yeah. It if you can send it, that'd be awesome. And, and then we'll, you know, we'll maybe try to do some additional things as well. Um, as much as possible. So um, we will, I also do an Ujama um, focus because I spent a lot of time on Kwanzaa as well. Cooperative economics is all about what I'm doing. So you might see yourself highlighted in a few different ways um, as well. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I, 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 um, 
we'll have to connect again, you know, outside of this about um, some of the events that we have coming up for the summer. Okay. Or not. Yeah, absolutely. Let me know. <laughs> y'all are like all over. Um, and I know we're running, we're running a little over. So I'm sure you all are busy. I'm gonna let y'all go and have your fun um and enjoy yourselves i know it's a treat to have you guys all together at one time so thank you so much for joining the jolly podcast and um you know celebrate go celebrate <laughs> thank you so thanks, much Melissa. thanks for inviting us all right be blessed take care bye-bye Thanks for joining me on the Jolly Podcast. Please subscribe so you won't miss an episode. See you next week. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.